Rebel Scum Radio Rogue One full discussion podcast. So this is this podcast will have lots of spoilers in it. So if you haven't seen the film, stop now. Yeah. And go and see it. But I'm sure they would have seen it by now. God damn, you better have. Yeah. But there might be some who's waiting to see it um, over the over the uh, holiday break. Mm-hmm. I'm joined once again by John O. How are you? G'day, I'm good. And Jim Bob Jones. G'day, g'day. Good, good to have you all back again. Now. Yes. We're not going to um, waste any time here because we haven't got too much time to spare. But um, we're going to discuss everything we thought about the film, um, some of the Easter eggs which popped up in there, and our overall thoughts on where it sits in the Star Wars universe and the hierarchy of films. So, uh, Rogue One, directed by Gareth Edwards and written by by Gary Witter, Chris Wheats, and Tony Gilroy. Tony Gilroy is obviously also responsible for all of the reshoots now. And he did the Bond, yeah, Bond movie. Yeah, so he yeah. obviously from the trailers that you saw from the movie, yeah, there's a fair bit missing from the trailer. Quite a fair bit. Like um, the lines, the lines that stood out in the trailer. Yeah, like this I'm, is a rebellion, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's no I rebel. No. There's no Tie Fighter flying up. There's no What will you become? Yeah, What will you become? <laughs> <laughs> But the, good, but the good news that did come out this week while we're talking about what they will become yeah. is that Forrest Whitaker is now doing the voice of Saul Guerrero in the upcoming episodes of Rebels. Ah. So, what will he become? So he's not dead. What? Well, that's Rebels. What will he become? Yeah. So, it'll be all. Now, the first thing we need to discuss out of Rogue One was there were rumours that there was not going to be any scrawl at the start of the film. That was true. And there was not? Yeah. It just... Yeah, there's a bit of anti <clears throat> Indiana Jones text. Yeah, like, it, uh, for all those who remember uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and the kind of uh, outlined font that was kind of yep. at the start of that, it was the, to me, it was the identical font they used. I think it's Trajan Pro. I think that's the font. We'll have, to, sure. yeah. we'll have to sort um, out the font. We'll put the font in the links to the show. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't too keen on that little typographic treatment. No, it seemed... It was too spaced apart. Um, some of the lines looked very close together. On the, It was just an unusual Even that font. entire opening sequence with, the, with where the titles kind of came up and Rogue One was kind of only came up for a short time. It yeah. felt like it was cut together a bit. Weird. Mm. The first half an hour of the film for me felt a bit all disjointed and yeah. weird. Um, just where it suffered a little bit from some of what some of the other superhero films came along. Trying to figure out why these groups coming together and their motives or why yeah. they're helping one another when they just seem to be disparate people that kind of just seem to be moving along. But it wasn't like in the. It wasn't like in. Um, uh, Lord of the Rings or something yeah. where they were adding to their band and they were forming relationships yeah. and stuff they just seemed to be clunking together yeah. and that was it so um, the other thing that was at the start of the show start start of the movie which is a bit odd was that usually there's a large ship that's hovering and this one we just had the small little small ship yeah the small shuttle just flying yep. across what looked like Saturn's rings yep. and stuff so that was a, a step away from that as well um I think we should talk about the main point of the films, which I think we've all got question marks over, and that's the two CGI characters. Tarkin and Leia. Tarkin and Leia. Which which um, my wife didn't notice, because she didn't know. Yeah. yeah uh, and she thought they were real actors. Well, that's an interesting yeah. thing, because, I mean, like, 
uh, for me, like, it, it, for me, it broke some of the continuity of yeah. the story of what I was watching. Yeah. I was kind of like, oh. Because you just kept paying attention to his face. Yeah. What I must say, though, is that the voice acting... Was it a voice acting? It sounded exactly like Graham Moff Tarkin from the original. Yeah, well, that would be interesting to know whether or not it was actually voice acting or whether or not... Audio sample. There's, there's awesome audio software now that if, if they had the original soundtracks from the films... That, that that they would record that and sample that all in and then yeah. create a, a, a um, artificially yeah. created voice of Tarkin and, and the, you can just type and, in what it wants. And, and the other that. thing too is like Peter Cushing has been in film since like forever. Yeah. yeah. Like he was Sherlock Holmes or something at one point. Yeah. Wasn't um, he Dracula? Was he Dracula? I think he was. Yeah. He was in one film. So he's, his filmography prior to working in 77 on... On yeah, New Hope. Like he'd already, there'd be a lot of source material to get get his voice sounding right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I I don't know. Did I don't know where we talked about this straight up? But when he first turned, when he was facing the yeah. the glass and you saw his reflection, you, you knew it was CJ. Yeah, yeah. From, yeah. But it still looked okay. Yeah. It wasn't until he turned around and he looked like Dobby, Dobby from out of, yeah. Dobby. Out of Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah. Dobby, Dobby. Yeah. That's when you knew. Yeah. And then there was another scene the, in his first. Um, there was a scene in there when I think they first test the Death Star, mm. and Tarkin's there, and Krennic and Tarkin have that confrontation yeah. where he says he's taking over the Death Star. Yeah. And there was something about I don't know whether his face was stretched too yeah. long, or I don't know. I've, I actually had this sense that Tarkin looked too tall and big. Yeah, compared to the original. Yeah, he looked bigger yeah. than all the other. Guys in like the Imperial Command. He's very tall. Yeah. Whilst in the in the original film, I felt like he was a bit smaller than everyone else. Yeah, yeah. puny. He's a, he's a weedy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I also clarify something? Mm. He demonstrated the weapon. Yes. On blowing up the that little outpost. Uh, the the, uh, the the outpost on on Jeddah City. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. on Jeddah, he. It, it was only like an atomic bomb explosion. It wasn't a whole planet being destroyed. No, they weren't testing the entire thing. So that comment he makes in A New Hope, where he wants to test, the, he makes the destroying an entire planet. Yeah, yeah, he makes a comment about let's let's show off the capa- the, the, the capability of the, the Death Star, the full firepower of the of the Death Star. Okay, so yeah. the. That was okay because I just wanted to make sure that wasn't a plot. No, no, or a misnomer. No, I actually think that supported a new hope quite nicely in yeah. the way they did mm. that. In terms of like they couldn't fully destroy anything in this film yeah. because of those lines. <laughs> this, in the this is why I should have watched a new hope straight afterwards. <laughs> yeah, well, I, that's silly of me to I, not. I, that. Like I only watched a new hope on the weekend, uh, just gone like after we saw it. A new hope is now better because of Rogue One. Yeah, okay. like if you watch it, it is better because of Rogue One. Well, you got a lot more emotional investment in, yeah. in the yeah. story to it. You understand well. the depth of the story a bit more. Yeah. Um, you still you you understand what's been lost. You understand what's the real motivation. Right? Like those pilots knew. Now you know that those pilots knew that those tests had been done. Yep. and and what it meant. So yeah, yeah. you know what was going in, going on in those military meetings now, and yeah. and the uh, and and the depth of them. So it kind of really added to the to the storyline quite nicely. Um, 
Yeah, Star Wars is a better film now than it was. It's for me now. It's much closer to like Empire Strikes Back is still the best, but it's much closer to Empire Strikes Back. Rogue One. Ah uh, no, um, A New Hope. Okay. Like to me, um, and we'll talk about rankings later. But Rogue One is a pretty high up in my yeah. tiers now. Um, now, Princess Leia. Her face was clean as a billiard ball. Like in, when you see her in the original film, she's got little spots yeah, yeah. on her face. There's nothing. Yeah, it was just like a porcelain doll. They I sh- don't know what's going on there. They shouldn't have shown her face. They should have like covered her from another angle, and then where she took the just shoot it the, from behind. Yeah. Have her hood on, and that's that's it. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's, it's simple, like simple. People would have. I I reckon people would have been affected way more differently than not having to see her face. Yeah, even if they just even just like did like a side profile where she turned around and grabbed the card, mm. and then just turned around back and looked out the space again. And that was it. That's all you saw. Yeah. That's kind of all. You, that's all you needed. Well, they, they recasted other characters from the rebellion. Yeah. In the assembly. Yeah. Mon Mothma. Yeah. yeah. yeah there's Mon Mothma. Um, can't she, remember the she name. She was a dead ringer, though. Yeah, yeah she, she was really good. She was a doppelganger. R- Ralph Fiennes would have uh, played... Ro- uh, uh, oh, Ralph. Yeah. Ralph hey, can Ralph I, can I Tarkin, ask this yeah. of you Tarkin. guys, though? Um, prosthetics and face masks. Like, there's a lot of artisans out there that are very good at yeah. making great, you know, fake faces and stuff. Yeah. I would have been happier for them to do that with the guy underneath playing the role. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With the the Moff Tarkin mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just would have looked better. Yeah. Because for me, like, the, the way his mouth moved and that, like, reminded me of how um, simple and prosaic, like, CGI stuff looks I've... when it's moving, like... I've still got massive problems with eyeballs and CGI. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just marbles. They're not something... They're too shiny or something. I don't know what it is. They're, they're just not quite did, right. Did you know that in Tron Legacy... Was it Legacy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, the that, second Tron. That yeah. the young Jeff Bridges was uh, CGI? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that because I was like... Yeah, it's very similar to how... Um, Robert Downey Jr., the young version. That was really good. Now, that was really good, which is what I kind of expected from the CGI in this, which is why I think I was... Because that's part of Disney. Yeah, and it's not not like it's... It's not like I expect... Like, you look at Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, and you look at those, and you... When you look at those today, it's easy to go, oh, that looks shit, that's whatever. But you accept it, because at the time, it was great. So, at the time now, this CGI should have been Mm. better. Like, it shouldn't Mm. have taken me out of the story. Yeah. So that's that's why I was disappointed. It's not that it's completely shit. It's just that it's not good enough. Yeah. From 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 my point of view, anyway. Yeah. yeah and there were some other um, older characters in those military meetings. There's uh, Jan Dodonna, which was the grey-headed, bearded kind of the general dude. So the burly guy. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 he was in there as well. But general- we'll talk about all the Easter eggs a bit later. Yeah. So there's one one last thing on CGI on the CGI which I want to mention back. Maybe 15 years ago, there was a movie called Final Fantasy The Spirits Within, mm. which is completely CGI. Every single character is in a CGI. If you look at the CGI of the characters in that film now... 15 years ago? 15 years yeah. ago. And if you looked at it against the Star Wars ones, it's hard to argue that the quality of CGI from then to now is much better than it was 15 years ago. Mm. How can that be? 
But what about that? Um, you think there's a What about that computer game? Um, that that thirty minute movie for the Rebel. Um, what's that um, online Star Wars game? Um, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, there's yeah. a Knights of the Old Republic um, completely CGI movie, mm. and that looks incredible for what it is. Yeah, but see, it's yeah, from a game studio. Yeah, but see, but we're talking about Disney. Yeah, but the, the problem is, like, you're in, like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. right. But that's also in there. You're surrounded by everything CGI. Yeah. So a CGI thing, even if it's a little bit off, doesn't stand out. Yeah. If you but put, if it's real, yeah. You're like, if you if you cut in, if you, I don't know whether you, they call it rotoscoping, you ever put in like a, a live action scene of someone that you filmed and put it in there, they kind of look different from the CGI environment. Mm. Mm. And the same in reverse. Um, so I don't know. I, I just don't. They. I just don't think they did that. Either a good enough. Or they went right over the other end and tried too hard, mm. and, it, and in trying too hard, they made it too clean and too yep. good. If you know what I mean, I think and it seemed that unnatural. Mm. I think when you when the dust settles a bit, though, we can probably hear from the down the track, like in documentaries and that, what the team that worked on all of that stuff would gone through. Like you'd hope that would be on the bonus oh. bonus features. I would. On, on the I, disc would I, be good I would to imagine hear that, that I would, story. Yeah, for sure. I would imagine there's, there would have been an entire there would have been obviously an entire team just for Moff Tarkin and an entire yeah. team for the, for the Leia scene. Well, maybe not for the Leia. Maybe they the same team got like she was yeah. only in there for a few seconds. Yeah. Few seconds. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, I guess obviously with the CGI as well, they tried to, and it, it was quite obviously uh, designed and. They tried to show them from the back so they yeah. didn't have to show their yeah. face. Yeah. yeah. Both characters they filmed in the same <laughs> way, where they were, their back was facing for a long period of time, and only when they really needed to, mm. they turned around yeah. and then, oh, well, was so, <laughs> so, like, yeah, so it was. Oh, well, he, he could have communicated uh, to him through holograms. Yeah, so, yeah, like the yeah. old ones, just like a, yeah. just like a hologram yeah. of Moff or something. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm at. Um, I'm at Darth Vader's castle. I'm yeah, moving I'm some Mr. furniture. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm currently <laughs> having a spa. What's, <laughs> what's the condition report? Yeah, I'm, I'm, oh dear! I'm, what is it now, Baldrick? I'm, 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 what is it now, Krennic? Yes, yeah, Krennic. Uh, uh, I'm having a spa with Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, soundtrack, gentlemen. Now. I to was me, disaffected. Well, it was infused with the original, so you could hear the original, and then it changes. Yeah, yeah there was there was yeah. a scene when they first flew into Yavin, where it was the Rogue One kind of that uplifting, inspirational kind yeah. of tune, and then all of a sudden it did this weird. I don't know. It was kind of like when a when a DJ doesn't quite beat me, <laughs> and it just went into the classic Star Wars theme, and just just like. Why don't you just stick with Rogue One? You've got a good yeah. score. You, like, we know it's a Star Wars. If you're going to use a Star Wars thing, just use that by itself. Yeah. You don't need to try and meld the two together all yeah. the time just to just to um, satisfy the old school fans. Like, it was, a, it was a bit weird. And just, I mean, that was the only real moment which stood out to me where the soundtrack mm. was a bit weird. But it still was a moment that, well, I don't know, didn't need to be done. Just keep that Rogue One thing. Because the Rogue One theme's good. Yeah. It's a real, really nice soundtrack. So I don't know why they had to... I, I guess going into Yavin for the first time, yeah, yeah, yeah. they yeah. probably wanted to, but then maybe yeah. just do a just do a the hard cut of the music coming in, yeah, know? or just a, or just a mixed up version of the old song or something. Yeah. Um, kind of... What I noticed with the score too is it didn't have the same 
floral flourishes that the, the kind of original score oh, the, did. Because yeah. you know, like mm. like with the old Star Wars, you 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 really feel it in your your chest as you're watching the original three movies. You really, it's one of those cases where the original really works well with what you're seeing on screen. Yeah, and what you're listening to works really well. But yeah. Rogue One, it felt more like a a thriller action movie kind of score. Yeah, which... and, and it was less um, composery kind yeah. of sounding, less classical sounding. It was yeah. more action film. I, yeah, it was yeah. more like I was watching Die Hard or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, I, it's probably and I, what... I can kind of get that, but yeah. in in the other way, I missed that yeah. that well, way that classical music can affect yeah. you emotionally with the vision. Oh, no, well, that's just me. Yeah, no, 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 I, I agree with that on level, cause I, I, but I think they set that up in my mind pretty early that it's a different Star Wars film when they started putting up, you know how they put the city names up? When yeah. They, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. this is like a, oh, like a Bourne film. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're in Jeddah City, or oh, we're in Moscow. Yeah. We're, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it kind of set it up straight away just from that that use of text that it was different straight away yeah. so I kind of accepted some of the changes straight away it's only the ones that really stood out that didn't seem quite right that I kind of I kind of was a bit oh mm. um, now choose one character who is your favourite new ca- character from this film Oh, favourite new character like mine is K2SO the droid I thought he was he, he, to me right now yeah he is the best droid in the Star Wars universe yeah he was the most vidious he was more witty than C3PO yeah he was really good yeah. he was really good I I love this character. I, I think my favorite draw. I like. I went out and bought his figurine straight away as soon as I because <laughs> I, I needed it in my collection. I'd I'd go with uh, Donnie Yen's character. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was just a badass. He was so good. He was so good, <laughs> and he had that. He, he was a badass. He had that sense of humor to him yeah. when he put that bag over his head. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm blind. Are you kidding me? I'm blind. <laughs> and yeah, that scene cool. where he was walking towards the the main switch oh, or whatever. Yes, yes. I was I was waiting for a lightsaber to pop out of his stick. Oh, out yeah, of the, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that was that was, that and was so cool. I, I wanted more of him. Like I wanted a, a lengthy scene of him battling yeah. some. Uh, it'll be it'll be great troopers. because he is part of. Um, was part of George Lucas's original backstory, um, Journal of the Wills. Uh, that's the backstory that um, that uh, George Lucas had formed for him back in the first saga. So his character is not a new character, but he's been there. In it the... was kind of well. I think they placed him in that mythology that George Lucas had kind of fought up in mm. his head. It'd be great if Marvel Comics or something did a backstory about those guys, like a TV show. No, no, just like a, a just like a graphic novel or something. Okay. Just like something, something that tells you a bit more of the backstory of yep. how they ended up in Jedi City. Well, this all this stuff will start hitting the comic book shelves, though, won't it? Oh, they hit the comic Rogue, book Rogue One Chronicles, like that. Yeah, that would have to start coming on yeah, the market. Yeah, like Ro- the Rogue One Chronicles, all of the books, obviously, that get released from Star yeah. Wars now that are. That are, that are filling all the gaps in the new expanded yeah. universe because all the old mm. old canon's gone. Because if they're making so. if they're making comic books for the Red Emperor guards and that, like mm. it'd be good to have a little comic f- or backstories with. Because my one of my favourite characters, mm. segueing to me, yeah, <laughs> um, what, that oh, segue. yeah, yeah, what a segue, that's yeah, a segue. Um, <laughs> so the guy that had the heavy artillery weapon, oh, yeah. fast. Yeah. Yes, shooting yeah. gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, Blaze Malbus. That 
that to me screams almost near perfect casting as, oh, yeah. as a guy that just helps the team. Um, like he had less screen time, less dialogue than the pilot. And who who is the main rebel guy? What was his name again? Cassian. Cassian. Sorry. Yeah, Cassian. Cassian. He seemed Cassian. he seemed like a a Star Wars version of Cable. With, with his... <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'll bring up the character. And, and I'm and I'm I'm 100 sure that what he had on his back was a was a vacuum cleaner where they had redesigned. <laughs> what do you mean, like a Hoover? Yeah, 100. percent He's going around with a Hoover yeah. on his back. <laughs> There's the one scene on the beach where he turns around, he looked like he had a, a Hoover on his back. Yeah, well, I, I I appreciated his little role in the, yeah. the whole thing. No, he was good. Because um, we're not really talking about Mads Mikkelsen or Jin Erso, are we? No. Well, I. Is, are we just avoiding the main characters and the main protagonists? No, or? we can leave that to the end. Right. Uh, I think they're they're uh, obviously their crucial input to the film and 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 the core storyline which runs around them. We'll we'll comment on that at, towards the end. Yeah. We'll get through all the side characters yeah. and some little um, other pieces of cameos and stuff beforehand. Um, so I've ranked my favourite droids in Star Wars. K two SO is number one K- with a bullet. Then C-3PO, then R2-D2, BB-8, IG-88, and then Chopper. Chopper. Mm. And Chopper, who actually had a small cameo in the film himself. Yes. When, um... You have to have an eagle eye, though. Yeah, you've got to have a real eagle eye. And I'm still not 100% sure that it actually was Chopper. and wasn't just a similar droid. Yeah. Um, when the guy comes running out after Mon Mothma and... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you going? And, Where are you going? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll Sent, yeah. They've sent the fleet to Scarif and they've run out and then she's got that yeah. little smirk. When he comes running out, you see a droid that looks 100% like Chopper just rolling around in the background. Which means... That, well, obviously, when you see the... Um, and we might as well go in the, into all the cameos and stuff now. When the Rebel fleet is there in the air, you obviously see the ghost mm. there. And I didn't see that in the film part. Yeah, you see. I, no, that no, was there. Yeah, no, 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 but I, I must have been looking at something else, but... Like, it's really obvious to see in all of the stills. So it, on the... it, like, pans around the ship and then you can see it's like, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, which means Ezra and the gang would be on... Well, see, this would effectively be... Like, I mean, Rebels is still set before Rogue One, so we don't know whether mm. Ezra or Kanan or anyone are actually still alive or mm. there. Um, there's rumours going around that one of the ghost crew... Mm. In this season of Rebels, we'll uh, meet their maker. So oh. it'll be oh. interesting to see who that may be. So they may end Rebels with uh, the beginning of Rogue One. Yeah, I mean, like we we, we also know from Rogue One that Hera Syndulla, um the pilot from Rogue One, um, her name was called out over the loudspeakers to come to a meeting, and mm. she's a general. In, in Rebels. In, oh. in Rogue One. She's a captain in, in, in Rebels. In, in Rebels. Oh. So she's had a promotion. So obviously she's been through some battles. Probably with Grand Admiral Thrawn, you'd imagine. Mm-hmm. In the Rebel storyline. So it'd be interesting to see how, what happens How there. far back do you think the... Like the end of Rebels Season 3, Season 4, whatever it goes to, and then the start of Rogue One? Like what, what type... What type of time frame are we talking like? Well, a year, two years? Well, originally when when Rebels first kind of came out, and I was reading some background on it, because I kind of let Rebels go for a little while because of, of my initial Clone Wars experience mm. with the animation, <laughs> which ended up being excellent, and I'm now... I'm glad I got to binge watch all, yeah. all that series, but yeah, it got progressively better. 
So so has Rebels, and early on with Rebels, I think there was some stories where I read it was set like like five or six years before A New Hope. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just when the rebellion was kind of starting to build yep. up and gather moss yeah. and gain yeah. its momentum. So um, if that's the case, and we're three series three in, then we're probably another two series, maybe three series, if they kind of clone uh, Clone Wars and the, the animated series went for six seasons. So you'd imagine there's another three left in Rebels, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, you'd imagine the end of Rebels would probably go all the way up to Scarif and, yep. a, little, and a little bit beyond the, with the aftermath. Like we don't know whether they made it through the battle or not. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they got destroyed. So, so who knows? But yeah. Um, all right. Let's go through some of the other cameos. Obviously, um, on Yavin as well. When the the fighters first go to Scarif, we get the old trusty pairing. Of R two D two and C three P and C three P A. Not sure if that was needed, but in the oh, cin- I, but in the cinema, it seemed yeah. to uplift I, the crowd. I, like, oh. I had a big smile on my face. Yeah, I was yeah. happy. Yeah, I, I think happy. it. I think it definitely pleased everyone with yeah. that tie-in and those little tie-ins like that. I think, um, which are kind of insignificant but still significant in a certain way. Mm. Um, like it did put a smile on my face. I must say, so so it was good. Um, who else? Bail Organa was there, obviously. Yep. Um, now, one of the more in- interesting things in part of the dogfights around Scarif, obviously, they used some of the old footage that they didn't use from A New Hope to um, show the leaders of. Did um, it? Of, <gasps> really? No. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you know the you know the pilots from uh, from Gold Team yeah, and yeah. Um, and Red Team leader when they're talking about that. Yeah. That's original footage from Star oh, Wars. Oh shit! Yeah. So you read about that, or yeah, did... yeah. Um, I mean, I thought about it. I was in the film. I just gone. Oh, that looked really. That yeah. looks exactly like. And it was like. And I just gone. Well, it wasn't until after when I've kind of like looked into it and like gone. Yeah, I've used the original Shit. footage from a new a new hope that was never Sheesh. used in the original film. So that that's was incredible. Yeah. So that was really cool to make it fit in so well. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, it would have been filmed on celluloid. Yeah. Yeah. So to fit that in, um, oh, did really well. Side question. So we had bigs. Bigs, uh, Bigs Dark Hider with the Mo, yeah. and and Wedge Antilles in there, yeah. and my new favourite Star Wars character, if they ever bring him out, is Fat Asian Red Five. Who, well, who, was that his official name? <laughs> Fat Asian Red Five. I think so. Well, <laughs> I don't know what's what would be another another nickname for Porkins. Porkins. Like Pork what's, buns. A, what's another? What's what 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 would a what fat would a, five calling in fat five <laughs> fat five calling in <laughs> he's got chips all over <laughs> chips and nachos all over oh, just spilled sauce sipping on blue milk <laughs> I, th- I, I think we got some tie fighters coming in at six o'clock fat five <laughs> so oh, yeah. I spilled blue milk all over my yeah. dash. Yeah. I can't see. I can't turn I can't the wheel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, so, but it explains why why there's a um, blue a, milk made a cameo. Yeah, yeah, blue blue milk made a cameo um, in the um, in the uh, kitchen of Gail Uso. Was it? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, everyone knows about Darth Vader, Saw Guerrero. We talked about um, the Gaia. And more than seven systems. Yeah, so Ponda Baba, the yeah. walrus man. Oh, yeah. is that his name? Yeah. Ponda. And, oh, oh, Ponda. Uh. And Cornelius Everzan, 
who's the big man. Yeah. Yeah, so he was there. So he must have been on his way to Mos Eisley Spaceport. Yeah. Because he got out of there before it got to the shit blown <laughs> out of it. Um, obviously, there were... Um, Mon Mothma alluded to um, Gail, uh, Bail of friend, his Jedi friend, which is obviously Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Um, you've got the Yavin Rebel Trooper Towers there, which yeah. is, was another nice... Um, Another nice Throw reference back. back to the original Star yeah. Wars film. Um, obviously, there's some references to Rogue One with Chopper, Hera, and Ghost Crew. There's one um, um, going back going back to Knights of the Old Republic, and also I think the animated um, animated version of uh, the Clone Wars was the Hammerhead ships, which obviously helped yep. to destroy the two... That scene was cool. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah that, that was really cool. So that, oh, so they're actually called Hammerhead ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, um, so that was... that was Because it looked like a Hammerhead. Yeah. So that was all pretty cool. Um, the Mustafag obviously got a recall back with Darth Vader's castle. Which that looked exactly it? like uh, Mordor. Like Mordor, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So where was Mustafag so two references, where was... Two references to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> where, where was the first Mustafar referenced? When was the first uh, That was in Revenge of the Sith. That's where the final confrontation between okay. Obi-Wan and, um, and uh, Hayden Christensen. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. I won't call him. So he he <laughs> built a, he, he built a castle in the very place that he had his legs chopped off. Where where effectively Darth Vader was born. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So okay. the very spot. Mm, yes. Interesting. The very spot. <laughs> he's got his got his legs. They're bronze. <laughs> <laughs> they're just there. Oh, where's the rest of your statue? Oh, that's all I got. <laughs> in carbonate. Yeah. Obviously, we got the Death Star. Firing its um, lasers. If, if, if they made a Netflix series about those two, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah it'd be awesome. Um, there's also one other thing which um, which uh, Yen's character kind of said, which kind of resonated with me during the film, and that was um, when Genesio was talking to him about uh, when they first met, and they t- he said, "Oh, you've got a necklace, you've got a kyber crystal yeah. from," and then uh, he said, "The heart of the biggest stars are filled with kyber." Mm. Which then took me all the way forward to Force Awakens, mm. where Starkiller Base is sucking the energy out of stars mm. for its for its energy. Yeah. So, so there's probably a they probably look for stars with kyber crystals. Kyber That's mm. at the core of them to power the weapon. Ah, right. I don't know whether anyone's drawn that conclusion before. Mm. I might have been the only one that's tied it together. And if I am, you heard it first. first. I'm Rebel Scum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that so that would explain. Why the second star killer planet was so powerful then? Because yeah, it's all the yeah. crystals all at once. Yeah, yeah. so there's a jig jug up. Damn. Not not just shards chipped away from a mining expedition. No, and such. it's sucking <laughs> all of it's, it's sucking all of the kyber crystals directly out of the star. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Mm. Um, now let's get into the central character of Genoso in the storyline. Yep. So her father was um, an old imperial scientist who was effectively responsible for building the mechanism that yeah. was the weapon that would destroy planets yep. using kyber crystals. Yeah. Um, he, he wa- by the way, in the scenes that he walked around in, he looked like he was the big stud of the office. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Was, he was walking around like, I'm King Dick around here. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm the big guy. Yeah. 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 It's all rests on my shoulders. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, go make me a coffee, will you? Yeah. 
<laughs> yes. right, you, go and make me a cup. He had that swagger. Oi, he had that swagger. Oi, you. 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 Get the carbon crystals. Yeah, you. make me a cup. Yeah. Where are those carbon crystals? Oh, um, some fresh plans. These are no good. Yeah, so um, obviously uh, in the film, Krennic comes to um, grab him to finish off the work that he started um, on the on on the Death Star. In that scene, Jin Erso gets left behind, and um, and her mother, his wife, gets killed by uh, not directly by Krennic, I don't think, by Krennic's death troopers. Yeah, by the death troopers. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. There's one thing I wasn't sure about in Star Wars well around the death troopers. They only seem to be around Krennic. Krennic. Yeah. So whether they're his, pers- they're, 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 they're they're his pers- personal because he says body. that he says oh, that yeah, when he's walking to the what's the chamber that Jin Erso was in to get the data. Like when he's walking oh, towards the, yeah. um, the central data yeah, yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah, when he's walking towards, okay, it, he's like, so get so my personal guards. Oh, get, yeah. get my personal guards. Okay, yeah. there you go. There's another so thing. The, so those death troopers are really only his then. They're his personal, yeah. personal yeah. like death squad. Okay, yeah. Cool. yeah, cool. Cool. So that that and that's another. Whilst we're talking about that in terms of um, the storyline, actually, we'll leave. The, we'll jump forward to what I'm about to say at the end because yeah. we'll continue talking about Jin Jin Erso and probably. And Cassian as well. Um, so they're like the two central protagonists yep. that kind of work together. Everyone else is kind of like a sidekick doing their particular role, kind of like a Magnificent Seven type deal. Mm. They didn't um, kiss, did they? Did they almost nah, kiss. No, they're just holding hands yeah. in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> in the sand? See, they, see, it's, see it's, lucky, it's, it's lucky they're on the sand. Yeah. And it's yeah. probably a reason why Darth Vader wouldn't go down the scarif. Yeah, because he hates sand. He hates sand. <laughs> That like they, it. they could have just sat there all day. No, Vader wasn't going to do shit. <laughs> no, no, I'm not moving. No, 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 no. no. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. I'm not sure about her as an actor, to be honest. I've uh, compared to Daisy Ridley. I I just saw her in um, in Inferno with Tom Hanks. Oh, that was it. I, just turned I, it off. I think she's just playing one character over and over again. And, like, she can't get out of it. She's just stuck in this one gear. Because there was this scene, you know, when she was in Sorgera's um, den. Yeah. And she gets the holocron of her father. And it's like she's trying to cry. Yeah. But never gets there. Yeah. A tear does never falls yeah. out. I don't know whether Gareth Edwards just said, fuck it, we've been trying this all day, you're not crying. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some fucking some onion or something. Fucking cry, fuck But it was kind of like you know that you know. Hang on, but she was a hardened warrior, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, but it's kind of like it's kind of like you know those scenes out of Red and Stimpy when <laughs> um, when he's about to, when he's trying to cry and it never quite happens and his eyeballs just go huge. All you need to do, yeah. all you need to do is watch an episode called Ren's Toothache yeah. and watch the scene where he's getting his nerve endings pulled out by yeah. tweezers. That would make anyone cry. I, I I'm going to create a meme <laughs> with. With Ren and Stimpy against Jin Erso crying, <laughs> trying, trying to cry. <laughs> so, what the hell's happened here? But yeah, I just thought it was a bit weird. Like, if you're going to have that emotional breakdown once in the film, that that, that would yeah. be it, you know? It's just kind of, yeah, I don't know. Because that scene in, in the movie was such a emo moment, like, in the uh, whole movie. Like, uh, oh, jeez. Yeah. That was, yeah. like, hit the heartstrings, that one. Yes. Yeah, s- sometimes I wonder... And sometimes I wonder if they got the gender of the two characters around the wrong way. 
whether um, whether Cap- whether whether Cassian should have been a female and Jin should have been and Jin should have been like a like a young guy. Yeah. And then um, some of the interactions in there would have been a bit different, and maybe even um, with um, with uh, Jin's parents, like her mother being the scientist, and then the son hearing from his mother that blah blah blah, and then the son crying, and then when um, Cassian obviously goes off to to would be assassinate his mother, then it would be. just the emotion that was kind of between them, which kind of just disappeared. Yeah. Oh, you tried to kill my dad. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah, we're yeah. we're all right. I think that emotion between them might have been better if the gender roles were. Yes. Yeah. I haven't fully thought of it. I've yeah, because they see each other again, and then it's like, oh, fine, let's yeah. go, let's go to Scarif. Yeah, it's just a yeah. bit. We, I think, I think a hard-ass captain female. Yeah. Like kind of like a female version of Han Solo, which yeah. is kind of what Cassian is. Yeah. Um. Uh, that the New Hope version of Han Solo, the guy that shot Greedo first, yeah. that version of Han Solo. I think I think that might have been a good way that it might have worked. But obviously, Star Wars are looking. This is probably their last chance to put a female lead in a movie outside yeah. of the trilogy, because mm. obviously you'll have Han Solo and Boba Fett. Yeah, but so. Re- Rebels has got a good mix of male female. Yeah, I mean, um, it's got the perfect blend. Yeah, Re- Rebels. It's got this perfect blend of. You got this super badass Mandalorian with Sabine. You got the captain of the ship with mm. with Hera. Then the two kind of broken kind of Jedi with yep. with um, with Kanan. Who sounds like a stoner? Yeah, and then the <laughs> and, then, and then and then the young Jedi who's trying to figure out. You have got the old battle axe with Zeb and yep. the, the mm. funny robot. They've got the mix perfect. Yeah. I don't know whether or not the Star Wars films do have the mix perfectly down. Yeah. So anyway, so that relationship builds, and you get to the end. Obviously, there's a lot of. Uh, of action sequences and um, and uh, kind of uh, stealth and kind of similar to the Death Star where they're kind of in A New Hope where they're yep. sneaking around trying to get to certain parts and got droids opening, shutting doors and all the classic stuff. What's Star the droid's Star name? K2. K2S. He says, I got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, I got a bad feeling about this. Didn't he get told to shut up before he finished the sentence? Yeah, 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 yeah. And how weird did Cassian look? Like Cassian had to that dishevelled um, pube, yeah. pube to me, beard in that uniform. When, it was just like pubes. When, when I first, no, there's no when I first, senior staff at the uh, with a with a beard. Like I'm sure that all shaved. Yeah. When I first saw him, I thought he'd come straight off the set of 1981 version Battlestar Galactica because <laughs> <laughs> he kind of had the same jacket and pants and holster and shit on. It's all brown. I just gone. Have you got the Battlestar Galactica out? It was it similar to the Battlestar, wasn't it? Was it was really yeah. similar. Yeah, because it kind of like a kind of like a um, a suede kind of jacket jacket he, he had on, but not so mm. much not like ice pirates. No, less, less like <laughs> no, ice pirates. no, no ice pirates. <laughs> a little bit of space balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So obviously, um, they go through. They do. Every, everyone knows that you've just seen Star Wars. They get the plans off the yep. base, so um, it's not a shock ending or anything. Um, the one mecha, the one uh, film mechanic which they used in this film with all the team was that obviously they got trapped on the planet and everyone dies. Yeah. So um, much to the most disappointment of my wife. Yeah, so she was she was devastated. So obviously they killed off Deva. all those possible loopholes in 
and then you and then you hope where you say, "Well, why wasn't he there?" Yeah. Wasn't yeah. He there? So it did clean. It did clean that off quite nicely in between the transition between Rogue and and, and apparently that was the Disney directive. Yes, they said, "Yeah, make it bleak. Make it kill make them it. all." Yeah. All of them. And it really did help A New Hope when I watched it. Yeah. Afterwards. It really did. Because mm. they do mention that a lot of rebels sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, other, other little bits in the film that I thought were a bit weird was the Darth Vader Krennic confrontation at the castle. Where he smiles after he chokes him. Where he smiles him. after he kind of chokes him. And like Darth Vader kind of makes some kind of half comical quip. About um, Don't I, check I, on your aspirations. Direct yeah. <laughs> that critic. Yeah, so that, was, that was a little bit odd. And to me, Darth Vader also looked a little bit stocky. I don't know. And he said his eyes were a bit red. Well, they're well, they're red yeah. in Rebels. Yeah, so uh, they're red in. If you so see I'll, some of the scenes in the old stuff, yeah. it's red. It's got that red. Yeah. They're, they're blue blockers. He's definitely yeah. wearing from, blue, from, from uh, blue uh, block. OPSM. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> blue block. He doesn't like yeah. driving at night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Look into that sunset. Pres- yes. pres- prescription lenses. Yeah, but then, it, then also Vader was probably also involved in one of the most epic scenes in the film. Yeah. Was when he was that, that was my favorite scene in the movie. in the um, walkway. Wait, it's dark, and then suddenly the. the dark. Um, the rebel troopers are trying to get the plans onto the Tanti Four. Um, obviously, that you see at the start of a new hope. I'm trying to put the USB in, it's not USB not working. Oh, I've got the USB the wrong way around. Yeah. Shit. And Damn, um, this USB card's huge. And then um, <laughs> this SD USB. card. Yeah, oh, man, man, have you got an adapter for this? <laughs> I'm gonna need an adapter for this. Um, yeah, and then like he just goes total Vader on all the Rebel Troopers in there. And I, then, I, but like you said, why couldn't he use the Force and then? Well, that's it. Like, I mean, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, we th- see him controlling all the machinery around him and crushing yeah. it as he yells out his yeah. classic, No! But he couldn't use the force to get a USB. Yeah, just grab the fucking USB out but of the guy's he hand. may not have seen him because they were always running forward. And they were just out of his reach. So he had to get past all the other rebels to get to that guy. And he just slipped the SD card so through the door. So he just slipped the SD card and then he got through the door. Yeah. And then the ship just got away. Surely he could have tried to stop it at least. Just give it a go. Just give it a go. That would have been nice. That would have been nice. I was thinking that too, actually. Yeah, just just have a go. Um, That's all we're asking. Um, But really, Vader's got minimal involvement in the film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I wanted more, though. I wanted more of him. That scene of him just flailing around with the lightsaber and that had the same effect on me as when Darth Maul went into the final battle with... um, uh, the old Obi Wan and what's his name? Liam. Qui Gon Jin. Give me back my lightsaber. <laughs> Qui Gon. No, that's Mel Gibson. Oh, that's Mel Gibson. Don't get here. Sorry, I watched Expendables three. <laughs> oh, that's oh yeah, yeah. Liam Neeson's um like um. Qui Gon Jin. If you want, I will find you. I will hunt you down and, and I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I got a particular set of skills. Yeah. Yeah. So um. I can fry an egg. Anyways. <laughs> I can fry some bacon. Um, Rogue One was a brilliant Star Wars film. Um, I have now come to accept that it sits above Return of the Jedi in my hierarchy. Really? Yep. It's a better film than Return of the Jedi. So I go now top... Right, okay. You know what could have made it better? If they had a Sokotano in it. A Sokotano. Where the rebels meet him and they're like, we need you to fight Vader, he's going to... Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, 
Well, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking there was no real. Oh, hang on. Do you want to hear my theory? It's it's weird. Do you want to hear my theory? Mm-hmm. They're saving that for later. Because they're obviously going to need to tell that story that she uh, was uh, once his apprentice. Uh, the full of Sokotano. See, but they've done that in the animated series. But the battle is before Ogonia. Yeah. 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 So it's it's interesting. How, but, how, how did how did Ahsoka Katano end her relationship with Darth Vader then? Like, in, when did they part ways? Like, eventually in, in Rebels. Yeah. Have you seen the end of Rebels? Uh, I'm, I'm about. We can't tell. I'm you about either. halfway through season two. Yeah, no, we can't tell. You. Uh, disc disc three, halfway through. Yeah, disc no, three. no, can't. All right, so that Sosbro, okay, I'll, I'll Soz, find out soon. Yeah, Sosbro, okay. but you will find out soon. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a bit of ambiguity as to whether she's alive or not. Mm. We'll just we'll just leave it. Okay, that. fair enough. We'll just leave it at that. So, and, okay. and uh, another thing, uh, when they were going through the list looking yeah. for the the plans, yeah, she mentioned black saber. Yes, she did. Black saber. That mm. was interesting. Mm. There's lots of, of words mm. in there. I was waiting for maybe maybe a star killer file or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Black Saber, is that like the weapons that the... Uh, yeah. yeah the, the, hey, we spoke about that last uh, the, two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, but it's Rebel the, Season yeah. 2 there. So, so. What do you call them? The Mandalorians? Yeah, yes. Man, so, so the ruler of the... Whoever's in control or in charge of Mandalore at the time... Has, has a Black Saber. Has Black Saber, Saber. which yeah. is effectively a, black, a lightsaber. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I give it 8.5 out of 10. And it's my third favourite Star Wars film. Goes Empire Strikes Back. Just now, A New Hope. Mm. Just so close. I think possibly even with more watchings for it, mm. um, it might even tilt the other way. Then Rogue One, then Return of the Jedi, and then Revenge of the Sith, and the other two. Just trailing around. I, I, I give it an eight. Eight? Yeah. And where does it, um, where, where it sit amongst I'm the s- I'm still confused films? now with all the Star Wars movies. I gotta revisit, revisit my list. I th- I'm, I'm telling you, I, I, I don't put don't put them in order until you watch uh, a new hope again at least after after Rogue One because like, it, it it does change because they pulled it off where they did they had just like twenty seconds of lightsaber footage in yeah. a Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah, which was which was well good. done. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Oh, also, um, obviously, you guys haven't seen it in three D. No, no, no. I went and saw it in three D. The perfect use of 3D that you'd ever want, to want in a mm. film. A lot of 3D films are overly used and it makes... It's just a mess. It hurts your eyes. This just gives a subtle depth to the film, which makes it even what better. What about mm. IMAX 3D? Is that such... IMAX I'm seeing over the holidays. I'm going to catch it over this Yeah, I'm thinking of doing IMAX to see it a second time. Yeah, because I saw Force Awakens in IMAX. Mm. And it really didn't add anything to it. It was kind of more Did the wow factor. Did they trim the top and the yeah. bottom off the screen so that it's got the aspect ratio? Yeah, it was a bit weird. What um, do you mean? It's got more the square format. The no, 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 no. It was it was it was wide, but it was just I don't know. It was Force Awakens in IMAX was was weird. Mm. It was weird. It we did didn't feel like you're watching a film almost. Like uh. you were just watching a demo or something. If you know what I mean? It was too much all the time. And it's just, I don't know. I don't particularly like IMAX films unless they're about a particular topic like um, landing on the moon or mm. some mm. little short, like a doctor. But the aspect ratio of IMAX is what's always bothered me because mm. if you if they're playing major films, are they maintaining the 16 by 9 
yeah, ratio, I, I, or, or are they trimming it and zooming in? Like, I'd, I'd hate to know if IMAX was trimming some of the footage. Well, I mean, like, I was in fourth row at IMAX when I saw Force oh, Awakens. That's ridiculous. And I couldn't get the full scope of the film in. It was well, you were sitting my... in the fourth row. Yeah. But why put a fourth row there if you can't see everything? There's not many rows, is there? No, there's not many rows. Yeah. Maybe like... You just get vertigo every scene. Like like six, about six, 16 rows or something? Yeah. Think it's not yeah. The, the, no, yeah. you want to be sitting And it was kind of like... I think I was sitting there at one point and I looked up and it was like... I can't remember what it was. It was like... It was very, one of the early scenes and it was... Like a tower or something. I can't was this Force of Vegans? Yeah, and I was kind of like... I was looking up and I was kind of like... Oh. I, no, I just vertigo. didn't like it. Yeah. I was kind of like, vertigo. this is like the worst version of the film. Yeah. Why can't they just move the screen back? They should have done that well, before think, they I mean, built it. They made IMAX a long time ago at, the, at that current one. I think they should move it somewhere yeah. more, a bit more simple. Because yeah. in Sydney, IMAX is in a specific built building for yeah. IMAX. Whereas IMAX was uh, here in Melbourne is part of a museum. Yeah. So um, that site. They really need to think about moving the screen mm. back a bit. Yeah. I, I just I, I just know that all my IMAX experiences come with a little bit of vertigo and a bit of in your face. Like I, I saw Avatar at IMAX and that was just mm. way too much. Mm. All I could see was blue after that movie. Yeah. Blue tails. Agreed. Joining <laughs> with animals and Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus, 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 Um, so my takeaways from from uh, Rogue One is thank you to Gareth Edwards for making a fantastic Star Wars yep. film that ties in seamlessly almost with the original trilogy. Yep. I think based on seeing the the um, the cameos from Star Wars Rebels in here, that the next few seasons of Star Wars Rebels will be will be epic. Mm-hmm. And um, the standalone Star Wars films work. Yeah. Yep. They work. Like, so maybe Disney can think about not having to be tied to that trilogy yep. concept anymore after this next trilogy mm. that comes mm. out. Maybe Yoda, can Yoda Origins. Out. Yeah, maybe they can tell stories in two parts or yep. just make a one film yep. um, rather than having to feel like they need to do a trilogy mm. all the time to keep yep. that central Star Wars... Story, mm. story going. Mm. That is it, boys. Oh, we didn't get your score out of 10, Jim. Uh, look, I was just going to say, I, I think I agree with you. 8.5 uh. is a really good score for yeah. this because, uh. like, we've got to take points off for Moff Tarkin. Yep. Um, because just because we're old enough and we know that it's that, yeah. we, we, they should have known better. Yeah. And, and, like I said, to get around the fact of using him, ho- hologram him. Yeah. yeah. That's just the simple yeah. answer. And then you wouldn't have to... No. Hologram Snoke, or prosthetics. Snoke, Snoke looks sick as yeah. a 3D character. Yeah. Like, why... You know, if they could do Snoke as a believable 3D thing... And, and, and like, they did it in Empire Strikes Back yeah. with the Emperor. Yeah. 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 Like, they just did it. They did yeah. it. And whilst the Emperor looked fucking weird in the original yeah. one... Like these eyeballs were sagging off down yeah. after that. Um, it still worked. Like you didn't yeah. need to see him yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So. so and and then have um, another senior officer above Krennic to be like someone more in, thor- in authority of yeah. him yeah. to be calling 
Moff Tarkin-esque type shots. Mm. Like, oh, that yeah. would have been nice. Yeah, that's actually that's the last thing we didn't discuss with uh, with Krennic or Thrawn. Obviously, in the original Star Wars: A New Hope, you know when they're meeting for the first time, there's and some missing seats, in, and there's yeah. an empty seat there. That's yeah. that's Krennic's. obviously probably Krennic's seat. Yeah. Yeah. That's empty. Yeah. So the because uh, Krennic dies, by yeah. the way. That's that's a spoiler. Yeah. Well, we told you spoiler alert yeah. before, but that's a spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I just I love the rollicking nature of the way the band got together, yeah. and there was enough emotion amongst all of them to really for them to all believe in each other. Yep. I think that's and and it ties back to what you're saying about Magnificent Seven, yep. which is interesting you say that because mm. I. Actually, that was one of the good films I went and saw with Trish. Was the remake of the Magnificent yeah, Seven? I, with, I, I just saw that yeah. last week as well. Yeah, and I saw that last night. I liked it. So oh, good. Yeah, it's so I, good. I, I, I absolutely love that movie, yeah. and it's annoying because I haven't seen the original Magnificent. The, the Seven. original is good too. Yeah, the original is great too. But um, yeah, but I just yeah, Rogue One's rollicking nature that, that all the rebels just f- fucking shit. Let's get this. Let's do it. Yeah, we've got to do this. Like this is. Literally yeah. our last chance. Yeah, and they all pull together in the best way possible. Yeah, and you know I, I've heard criticism of you know some people saying that yeah there was just too much going on or whatever this and that and the I, I wasn't really too phased by the way the story was told at the start. Like I liked mm. the fact that yeah Jin was displaced. Um, she explains her training and learning to become a warrior mm. later in the film when, you know, obviously saw Guerrero yeah. trained her up good yeah. um, and she became a badass and yeah. stuff. So yeah. I was happy with all that. I didn't need to be told any more of that story. Yeah. You know, everyone was capable. Everyone did their job. and Yeah, I just and, wish and, they would have more, a little bit done a little bit more cleanly. Mm. That's all. Just a little bit more motivation. Maybe one or two scenes here and there, and that's yeah, possibly. That's yeah, yep. I mean, you could you mm. could probably could have trimmed the fat on the first twenty five minutes, I yeah. guess. Yeah, for sure. to make up for that, maybe. Yeah, I'd, but you know, I'm glad I wasn't sitting there all night either. Um, no, because I know it was what a was fairly it? longish movie. Two, but two and a half. Two thirty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's good because it was a big story to tell. So yeah, yeah but yeah, eight point five easily. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. It is a great story, and that there concludes the Rebel Scum Radio discussion on Rogue One. Now, um, we're going to take a short little break over Christmas because it's summer here in Australia. It's summer. We're going to chill out. But we're, we're going we... to get sand in our feet. We are. We're going to, we're, we're <laughs> going to go from I'm going to New, New Zealand. He's going off to land of the long yeah. white cloud. Yes. <laughs> it's beautiful. Why is it called that? Because they've got long white clouds. Okay. It? Oh, well, it's probably Hobbiton now. Don't you yeah. watch? Are you going to go, are you <laughs> you gonna gonna go check out a Hobbit hole? Hells yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. That is the business. Take the I'm going to dress up as a Hobbit and walk bare feet. Why can't you dress up as Gollum? Yeah, Gollum. and call Gollum. your wife my precious all the time, and just just in my, <laughs> just in my undies, yeah. <laughs> your loincloth, yeah. <laughs> shave my head, <laughs> get some strands of hair. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. All right, you Don't. can you can check out all that stuff on rebelscumradio.com over the break. Um, there'll be heaps of videos. I am actually I finished my missing 411 video the first trailer of that has come out as well the first full uh, trailer trailer the real real trailer for the film has the date been confirmed for release Uh, no it's still on the circuit in the US and things but Mm. it won't be far away now Um, so we'll discuss that in the next podcast as well Um, check us on our Facebook page Twitter Instagram 
YouTube. I've been going to be filming and doing all of my yeah. uh, classic Ken of Star Wars toys videos <laughs> over, over the break. It's going to be lots of fun. As well as a series of the 15 original trilogy Kenner toys, which should have been made, which weren't, which I'm making custom out of bits and pieces oh. from all the original toys. God damn. So it's going to be Fuck. out of this world. So there's going to, be, going to be a Kenner version <laughs> of Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you over the break. We'll see you after the break. Have a safe and merry um, Festivus. 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 For the rest of you. <laughs> yeah, and we'll see you then. Cool. Ciao. Ciao.